What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of CGX Cast. This is episode 56. We are here. We have some stuff to talk about, which I think is going to be really good. We have the CGX members on here. We have most of the CGX cast. We are missing Ben and Gamer. Ben might hop on later. Um, Gamer might hop on too, so we'll wait and see how that goes. We do have a special guest. Uh, he's running a little late, but he should be here pretty soon. Some of you guys might know him as Eddie Player One. So um, stay, stay tuned to that. I think it's going to be really cool to get his input in the cloud gaming conversations this week. Um, but yeah, so today's episode is going to be quite interesting. We're going to talk about Amazon Luna. As you guys know, one game released and there's an announcement for a day and date release of a AAA game, which should be coming out at the end of this year. So we'll talk about that. We'll speculate a little bit as to what that might mean for Luna, right? We're going to talk about Google Stadia. They didn't really give us much this week, but we do have some discussion piece that we're going to throw in there for Stadia. So that should be quite interesting. We're going to fill in Nintendo Cloud Gaming in here because they had some news. You guys you know they held a little Nintendo Direct and give us an announcement of potential games that are coming for Nintendo Switch Cloud Gaming or whatever you want to call it. So we'll talk about that. Xbox Cloud Gaming had some games released this week, so we'll be discussing that as well. And then I would say the biggest news this week, I think, was from GeForce Now, which, again, will cover all the games that released this week. And their big hitter, for sure, with Kena, or Kena, however you guys pronounce that game. But yeah, let's get right into it, man. There's so much to discuss, and I think we are going to have an awesome panel to do those uh, conversations. So I want to do something different. If you guys are members, you'll see that you have uh, icons or emojis, if you want to call it that. Uh, if you guys uh, support a cloud game platform, I'm going to put a poll up here in a bit as to who had the best week wrap it right so as you can see i have my GeForce now shirt on because i think they killed it this week but let us know in the comments for those of you guys watching if you remember put your emojis out put your steady emojis put your GeForce now i'm curious to know what you guys think or who do you guys think had the best week this week so it's always fun to just see that going on in the chat but Let's go, let's introduce the panel, see how these guys are doing, see what games they're playing, and see what platform they're using to play these games on. So to get started, GTP, how are you, sir? And this is not the, the last, least, best thing. The best for last, and then yeah, I get called on first thing that we, we, last week. <laughs> uh, but um, how are you, sir? No, I'm, I'm doing good. I got to say, it's nice to sit next to Chief. Man, it's been a while, yeah. so it's, it's, it's awesome that he's on here this week. Um, sure. Yeah, pretty much for me, I mean, I, you kind of hinted at a little bit was uh, Kingdom Bridge of Spirits, which has been the main game I have played since it came out. And that's been pretty much GeForce Now and PS5. I probably would have beat the game easily, but I wound up playing about four hours into it on PS5 and about four hours into it on GeForce Now, so I haven't 
finished beating it yet, but I have definitely put in the eight hours that it should take to do so. Um, and a little bit of Knockout City, uh, you know, here and there, but mostly just Kingdom Bridge of Spirits. Cool. You said the game takes eight hours to beat. Most people are doing it in eight to ten, depending on how oh. much exploring and taking your time. But if you're just kind of going through the main stuff, I mean, if you really want to knock it out, you could sit down and do it in eight hours. Oh, that's awesome. Good to know. Good to know. Might have to beat that now. I'm like three hours in, so not too You know, far to be off. honest, I'm kind of getting to where I like games like that. Like, I beat yeah. Psychonauts, right? Psychonauts, <laughs> yeah. Keenan's like eight to ten. I'm like, ooh, I can beat it. And then yeah. I get the urge. Like, I'm like, I'm going to stay on it until I do it. And yeah. then I look at a game like Assassin's Creed where I'll be like 100, 200 or more yeah. hours. And it's like, I got to really decide if I'm going to dive into that. But yeah. Kind of liking the smaller games right so now. So true. How, how long did it take you to beat Psychonauts again? I think that one was like 14, 14. hours for me so or that's so. that's doable yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as a content creator, man, you you appreciate these short games. Short quality burst. <laughs> yeah, have yeah. time to play it. Yeah, cool. Good to have you on here, GTP. Sure. Thank you. How about you, Ben? How are you doing, sir? It's good. I like the background, man. Goes with the whole cloud tripping thing. You nice. know, it looks Thanks. good. How are you, sir? What have you been playing? What platform? Oh man, I've I've been super busy. I haven't been on here much lately. Just life has been a mess lately. Um, but I've been playing, uh, I've been like, like what Jerry was saying, all all these indie games, man. Uh, uh, Kena and, uh, would you call Kena indie? I I would. Yeah. It feels indie. It, it, it looks indie. It's a small studio. I mean, fair enough. that and the artful, the artful escape is a beautiful game as well. Uh, great music in it. Um, as well as, um, a little bit of time into Psychonauts, and um, I've also been playing some Lost and Random. Hmm, nice. Good selection of games here, dude. Good selection. Always, Ben. I know, you know, we talk on the disco, and, you you know, you your personal life, there's a lot of movement happening, so I'm glad that <laughs> you're able to join us today, man. Good stuff. Good to have you, my dude. Duncan, how are you, sir? What have you been playing? What platform? I've been doing my usual on absolutely everything. I'm playing a game which I'm not allowed to talk about, which a lot of people will maybe want to... <laughs> Probably the game that I'm supposed to be playing right now that I'm not that I'm not yet. I don't mm. know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, also, uh, I just want to say... Hellmonkey, you're a wee bit early. It's still September. Halloween's next month. <laughs> the the ghost, <laughs> the ghost oh, oh. of Hellmonkey, <laughs> or uh, the, the invisible man. Uh, well, here we go. Since we might be, we've got things to talk about. Technically, Bungie's an indie studio, so I think there's a lot of talk about what counts as an indie and what counts as other but indie means independent it doesn't mean no budget so we could have, yeah, we could, yeah, yeah. You could have exactly. a big di- indie does not mean the same thing now that it meant 20 years yeah, ago sure yeah. so sure. it's it's this is why i love gaming because you can tell you can go off these and all these tangents but th- this week uh i could uh, talk about the games i can talk about uh i've been playing i've got sucked back into slay the spire and that is absolutely a menace to get sucked back into. I've been back doing my dailies with that, and I had a wee big, a bit of a play of Football Manager this week as well, getting prepped for a couple of months' time when that drops on the Game Pass. Uh, 
which is going to be a lot of fun, the new one. And I think I'm going to start a wee series up about that. So it's all good, all good. Nice. So you're a big football manager fan? Right? I, I used to be. I used to be. Uh, okay. And uh, the, bug has, the bug has got back into me now. I've just seen how much it is actually blowing up now and how much is getting pumped into it and the amount of tournaments and things like that going on now it's just unreal so I, I do want to get back into it and it, it is just an absolute load of fun and I'll be trying out whether my heart out if there's any left uh, playing it so it's it's going to be a bit of fun cool cool good to have you in here as always Duncan good stuff Right, let's connect with the CGX crew chief, man. Whenever we have you on here, it's, it's a special treat, man. And so good to see you, my dude. What have you been playing? What platform? Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, it's always fun to come on here. It's always good to hear you guys' opinions firsthand and be the most annoying one here for me. Um, I've been playing a game that I can talk about as I've just jumped off of Halo Infinite, which... Uh, unfortunately, doesn't work on any of the cloud systems. <laughs> da, da, da. Much to its detriment. So it just will not launch on maximum settings or shadow. So there must be something with the anti-cheat that's just blocking it right now, which is yeah. a bit of an annoyance. But uh, I, will, I will reserve my opinions on the game for now. I think it definitely is going to be a lot better in the single-player campaign. Multiplayer is interesting. Um I changed my background because you can probably see what game I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, can't wait for a uh, new world to drop. But uh, I thought that was Ark. Uh, I did do a bit of Ark <laughs> and some more testing. I didn't think Ark will ever look that good, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, there's not many games that I haven't played this week. But Halo Infinite was the one that's uh, just just fresh in my mind. But Deathloop was the other one that I did on the cloud. But Again, I'm very unpopular for Deathloop because I think it's trash. It's a, a bad indie game. But Ooh. I'll leave it there. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, people in the chat, let me know. Have you played Deathloop? And uh, so you, I, I was that like a let's start some ish type comment, Chief? Or because. IGN is not going to be too happy to hear you say that game was trash, man. They give it a 10 out of 10. What are you talking about, Chief? Somebody paid a lot of money for that opinion. Oh, uh, shoot. Here we go. I... <laughs> Coco, as always, Chief, this is, this is why we like having you here, man. Just, just ask Jerry's <laughs> opinion. I mean, he, let's, he, got, let's frust- hear it, actually. he, got, he yeah. got frustrated with Deathloop really quick. Chief, Chief already did it. I'm just sitting here smiling because I'm like, yep, let him say all the stuff I'm thinking. <laughs> did not care at all for Death Loop. I was talking to Chief in the chat, and I'm like, I bought this to make multiple videos. I made one. I'm done. I'm not comparing. I'm not playing it on any of the cloud. I don't care. I'm done. And yeah, it's just, he, he already said it. Not for That's me. crazy. I think so, the reviews are nuts in my opinion, but. So what IGN, though, like, they do that. They... If they give Dead Stranding a 7 out of 10, and then they give this game a 10 out of 10. I, I really don't go a lot by the reviews, honestly speaking. Uh, I think Tony Hawk 3, they give a 10 too. I mean, that game was good, but not 10-ish caliber. But anyway... So, um, uh, reference, Ken, I got an 8. Yeah. And, and yeah. that game is beautiful. Yeah. 
But again, that's the beauty with these games, especially like if you have cloud gaming platforms, you can try most of them out yourself instead of go by other people's opinions for sure. But you know, when you when you get in, when you're looking at game reviews, you need to start following people who has similar taste with as you because every, everybody's opinion is different because my opinion on what a good game is is completely different to hell monkey who thinks this stupid what's the tales of arise is like game of the whoa. year or something whoa <laughs> okay. i thought you were going to talk about like some simulator tales is a great game man duncan i have i have the permissions to remove you you will be removed <laughs> oh, God. But when you're going through reviews, you just need to follow a load of different people to hear what they like about every game. If I started to jump into that game, I would be probably slitting it from here to high heaven because it's not a game for me. But sure. that's the thing about the opinion pieces. You just need to know who's doing the reviews because a 10 out of 10 by IGN is... Who did the review for IGN? You just you just don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. So you, you, you just need to keep that in mind when you're looking at these reviews. True, true. That's a good point. Good point. You got to make sure that the person reviewing... Uh, what's that game? I, f- I forgot. There's a game that IGN reviewed and the dude, you can tell, had no interest in the game. It's like, you probably should not be re- reviewing this game. But yeah, I agree. Good point. With that, all right, Ghost of uh, September, if you want to call it that. <laughs> Hell Monkey, how are you doing, sir? Mate, I am playing? good. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling a wee bit, oh God, heart slightly broke there for Dunkey's comments, but he's been breaking hearts since the day arrived into our lives. Tales of Arise, guys, I have not played much more. Um, oh. I don't want to keep banging on about it, but it's just such a good game. And it just it, the reasons that I was, you know, saying before we came online, I did not expect to to enjoy the game as much, but it is literally any spare time, I'm on that game. Uh, I did jump into some gas station simulator this week. Damn, what a three hours I had with that game <laughs> on Friday night. Yeah. It was just, it was so much fun man and i did not expect to get that much fun out of that game yeah. i thought ah, same thing was going to be with fat he played that for a good long time too he was having a blast it's just it's just such i said in the news video during the week um and one of them anyway about simulators how they take the most mundane of tasks and they turn these simulators into you know loads of fun and you know from we kids running in and spray painting um, ducks on the side of my gas station that looked suspiciously like male genitalia uh, <laughs> to um, me managing to sweep up a traffic jam with my magic broom, which seemed to be like Thor's broom or something, man, um, to ladies dropping bananas in my gas station not knowing where they came from, and that just ended me, man. Um, if you haven't, I'll shoot the, the clips on my Twitter. You just need to watch it because it's quite... Some people might find the hand gesture she gave me offensive, but I just did not expect it, and I just lost control, man. <laughs> so when you lose control while you're playing a game, you know, and fits a laughter, 
it's hard not to like the game and you know speak highly of it. I was just having so much fun. There's so many bugs, all right, but it, for not talking cyberpunk bugs here, we're talking you know funny bugs that can be fixed and it'll make the game a wee bit a wee bit smoother. Uh, that's been about it. That's though, loads of fun, which is what it's all about. Cool, cool. I, I yeah, will it's... say, I will say yeah. that phallically shaped duck or the dick duck, as I called it, on <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> I was watching a little of that stream. I was cracking up, man. <laughs> I was cracking up. Good stuff, man. So Glad good. that you're enjoying the game, man. So you have two games right now that are really doing it for you with Tales <laughs> and this one. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Good stuff. Like always, fellas, we like to save the best for last. We always save our special... Oh, wait. Did... wait, wait. We did you, right? <laughs> Yes, I've been saving the best for last. Like, come on. Like, come on. He's saving Eddie for last. <laughs> it's Eddie, man. Eddie. Always not, the guest. Not man. not you, Duncan. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? How are you, sir? I'm doing good, guys. I'm sorry. I'm a few minutes late. It's all good. It's all good. Life happens, man. Tell the people what you've been playing, what platform. Uh... I played one hour of Kina um, on my PC on GeForce Now. Then I played maybe another 30 minutes of Kina on my Google TV. Ooh. And yeah, no, that, that has been it. It's a fantastic game so far on the first hour. I still need to spend more time with the game. And uh, I am... Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm about to jump on the bandwagon of Gas Station Simulator as well. I was supposed to stream it yesterday, nice. but I will find some time either today or tomorrow morning. Uh, I am about all about simulators as well. I didn't, I didn't play the the Power Wash Simulator that Duncan played, but I <laughs> played some other simulators, but. I really enjoy some later. One of the things that made me go to streaming is because I saw one guy streaming Farming Simulator 17 a few years ago. I said, oh my god, that's so cool. I want to do it. <laughs> I'm going to bus simulating again. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know how y'all do all these simulated games, man. Shout outs to you guys. I have no patience for those games, man. Man, they're a lot of fun, especially if you've had a couple drinks or, you know, Maybe on something else. The, the simulators can be a lot of fun. <laughs> there is a there is a fine line in the simulators. Oh, tripping. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just quickly changing the subject. There is a fine <laughs> a, a fine line in the simulators. So you get the ones like gas station simulator, power wash simulator, PC building simulator, farming simulator, which can be fun. But then you get ones like I've tested out a few airport. CEO simulator comes to mind. I thought, oh yes, I saw kill build your own airport. It was a fucking disaster, man. It was so complicated. It was like you were actually running your own business. Like you had to do absolutely everything. I was like, this isn't funny anymore. And then Power Wash Simulator came to the rescue. I, so the, I gotta add to that game, because I played um, Yakuza Like a Dragon on... Mm. On play on Xbox that is on Game Pass, 
was my first Yakuza game, and then a, it's a fantastic RPG. But there is one; it has a lot of mini games. Yeah, and mm-hmm. one of the mini games is a business simulator. That I, <laughs> no kidding, I spend like thirty hours on that business simulator. Uh, okay, yes, I'm gonna yes. get my business to the top of the top, <laughs> and then I get the money, and the money helps on the the rest of the game. But simulators are fun. <laughs> Good yeah. for you guys, man. Good for you. And again, that, we'll talk about GFN here in a bit and how, you know, the, the weekly release catered to a lot of people. To me, like, you probably won't catch me playing that. But again, I probably will be playing a game like Kenna. But Kenna, jeez Louises. Whatever that game is called, I probably will play that over Gas Simulator any day. But shout-outs to you guys who enjoy these games. But... As far as myself, Eddie, good, again, good to have you on here, man. I can't wait to get your input for sure. Awesome. Um, Thanks for having me again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I've been playing a lot of Life is Strange True Colors, man. And, man, that game, guys, they leave you with some choices that you that makes you really think about. I mean, I can't think of the last time. You know, the games that, like, Cyberpunk, like, you know, they give you choices, but this one is just like you really have to think about your decision and it really matters. Like I'm thinking about playing it again because I heard I made the, I, I don't want to ruin the story for you guys, but I made this decision that made something bad happen to someone. And I heard that that can be reversed and that changes like the whole storyline, the whole dynamic. So it's it's pretty cool to see how much like your choices matter in that game and the graphics are beautiful man storyline seems and the main character is it's adorable i am loving the game and of course you guys know tales is still a game i try to hop back in and then canna is so many good games to play right now and then every once in a while you have a broke company to bounce back and forth with but yeah that's that's been my gaming session this week for sure but it's good to hear you guys gaming it's always good as content creators when you know we can just take some time to game for sure but let's say what's up to you guys who are here in the chat we got a lot of you guys on here so thank you guys for watching thank you guys for joining make of chaos always on here one of the first appreciate you being here victor good to see you zero for games good to see you on here polar polaris i always say polar i'm gonna call you polar good to have you a member thank you again polar let us know if you're a member which platform you have an emoji that you think killed it this week with the news. So let us know. Monkey, I see you put in shadow. Why are you putting shadow? As uh was that shadow as you emoji? Because that? yeah, because shadows where I play tails and you know, shadow oh. plus tails, it's a perfect combination, okay. man. Okay, fair enough. They didn't fair do enough. anything, I just love shadow. Okay, shadows is good stuff. Rage quit, what's up, man? It's good to see you on here. Um, let's see, are we missing anyone else that I didn't say hi to? I'm scrolling, scrolling. Arnarchies, good to see you, sure. Um, ben, I see you on here, sad. Good to see you. Eddie, I see you in the chat. Richard, good to see you, my dude. Sleepy Joe. Uh, do you speak? <laughs> What's up, Good to see you in here. 
for sure. Um, do, 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 do. Man, good stuff, good stuff. All right, so let's get right into it. As you guys know, we like to cover the cloud gaming news and just give our input and our take on what we feel and what our thought is on the cloud gaming news. So we'll start with Amazon Luna this week. As you guys know, Luna got one game, Beyond Good and Evil. Um, and I don't know. I'll, I'll like to get y'all's take on that. Uh, it's not my favorite game, but it's good to see it on the platform. And then the big thing is Chorus. They got the release date of the game, which is coming in December. And that game, from what we're hearing, should be coming to Amazon Luna. Now, this is a $40 game. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I would say it's either a double A, triple A game. And so this has me asking, is this going to be the first game that we see come day and date release to where you can purchase? Or is this going to be a Luna Plus game? So that's something I want to know from you guys. What? How do you think this is going to show up? And how do you think this is going to be priced? Because if it's a Luna Plus game for 40 bucks, I mean, that's, that's a steal, right? It's almost pushing... What Xbox is doing um, with Xbox Cloud Gaming and Game Pass. What's the name right, of the so game again, Ace? It's Chorus. It's uh, a, Chorus, like okay. a jet flying game, right? Okay. Um, um, just asking to check the publisher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm just going to open that up to you guys. Let me know what your thoughts on the Luna News and let me know what your thoughts about like Chorus and how we're going to receive that on the Luna platform. So to get started... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gosh, to get started, let's start with you, Duncan. What's your take here? Oh, Mikey, did you want? Okay, how long do you go first? You go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah. No. <laughs> because I have a, I have a retraction to make. Um, in our yeah. recent news video, I do apologize, but I advertise Beyond Good and Evil Two coming to Luna, which isn't even out yet. No. Uh, I do apologize, folks. I was as confused as everyone else. I didn't know it was out. When they tweeted it out, I just clicked on the the link to see what game it was, and then Beyond Good and Evil Two Twitter page popped up, and I went, "Oh, Beyond Good and Evil Two is coming to Luna." Did did did, not even realizing it wasn't out. So apologies for that. Apologies for the confusion. I think it's a good game. It's another Ubisoft game. They they're starting to fill that library out now. There's more than thirty games available on Ubisoft Plus via Luna. And 30 out of the 100, uh, just to get that right, Ubisoft, if any of you guys are watching, advertise your service properly. There is not 100 plus games available on Stadia and Luna. There is only 30 and like 21. So stop pulling the wool over people's eyes with dodgy advertising. Um, Chorus, onto Chorus. This is a game I am really interested in. People probably won't know because... uh, I made a video about Chorus, oh god, must have been last year now, about everything that you can expect from the game upcoming. Uh, Expected it to be released by now. It's a single player, sort of space shooter, story driven. Uh, Really, really interested me. Hoping it was going to be what Everspace, what I hoped Everspace was going to be, because I really did not enjoy Everspace. It wasn't what I expected. Um... So hoping Chorus is going to fill that. I'll tell you what, though, man. If Amazon Luna popped that into the Luna Plus channel, 
because you can pre-order it right now. It's £35, which I think is about $40, $45 for you guys. That's a, an expensive game, and it's being slated as a triple-A game. If they can get that day and date, I don't think it is a triple-A game. I see Duncan shaking his head there, probably veering towards a, a double-A. If they can get that in that Luna Plus subscription for $6 a month, that's just insane value. But can they keep it going going forward? That's the big question. Will we see more of those types of games? Who knows? Yeah. Great point. Great point. And again, I would like to hear from the rest of you. Start with Duncan. What, what do you take on the Luna news and how do you think this game is going to be delivered to the Luna platform? I think this is going to be uh, Luna Plus. I think that's where it's going. I don't think we're going to enter into the realms of buying games uh, until games start to leave the service, and then we're going to uh, maybe venture into that. Luna's uh, news this week was meh. Uh, the, the chorus news still hasn't been confirmed by Luna as yet, but it's all over this uh, chorus's media that it is coming to Luna, but Luna haven't actually done that yet. They really need to get their finger right, I think, to get that uh, promoted out there, because if it was any other platform, we would be saying the exact same. Uh, if, with that coming, it's a double-A game. It's not a triple-A game. It's it's, it's a good double-A double game. But uh, but according to some people out there, uh, FIFA is not a triple-A game, but we won't go down that rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> uh, this uh, it's, it's a good game. Uh, go and day and date. Uh, this is what this is what we want to be seeing. I from Lena the subscription services and that and uh, for the people in the states, uh, that is going to give you some something to think about. Will you buy this game now on Lena, which apparently works well? We still have to test it out here. Uh, do you, do you subscribe for that game on Lena, or do you go and buy that game uh, on in other places? I'm I'm expecting this to hit GFN as well. I'm pretty sure that would end up there. It seems a good trip for GFN as well. But yeah, I think it's it's pretty it's pretty good. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil just bulking out that Ubisoft uh, catalog. There, we definitely need to see more stuff coming onto the. Uh, Luna Plus channel, uh, I think a, a nice big AAA game coming into the ho- holiday sort of season, or a couple of them will get more people interested there, and I definitely want to hear when is the retro channel coming. True, true. Thanks for your input, for sure, Duncan. Um, let's check in with Eddie. What, what's your take on the Luna News this week? Um, I have a similar opinion than Duncan regarding course. I feel like um, we already have a game from Deep Silver, uh, which it's kind of everywhere. Metro Exodus, it was just on the screen. And I do think this one's going to be the case of another day and date game coming to Luna. We already had those with Skateboard, for example. Um, other than that, I... Well, the the news regarding uh, the other game that uh, Monkey and Duncan mentioned, Dying Light 2. Uh, is Dying Light? No, that's not the name. Beyond Good and Evil. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Um, that's uh, that's an interesting game. Uh, I classify that game as a triple A. Um, I guess uh, 
it will probably take a little longer this one but um you know it's good nothing much at to add on the luna because the big news was the the past uh few weeks when they launched everything yeah. now it's uh it's going to be slow pace i guess until we hear a big shocking news again true true good point thanks for that eddie how about you chief what's he taking the luna news this week earth to chief earth to chief <laughs> like i said what's luna um until it comes to the europe i really couldn't care what comes come to, to Canada too. Right <laughs> because it's it's been nearly a year since it launched in the US and yeah I'd love to test it I'd love to play it but it's just one another one of those services that says that it's coming eventually so eventually I'll have a great opinion on Luna but right now nine months down the line I still can't get eyes on anything so great news for you guys in the US but doesn't matter over here can't use it. GTP, man. What's he taking the Luna? I knew piece? that was. <laughs> I could have gave you Chief's response. I knew that one was coming. Uh, <laughs> but it's true. How can you, you know, it's hard to form an opinion on some of that. Um, Beyond Good and Evil is like, eh, eh. You know, it's great that it got added on there, but no, nobody's going to care that much. Maybe it's a foreshadowing that Hellmonkey was not necessarily wrong. Maybe he was just early. Maybe we're getting the first game on there because <laughs> the next game you know, could be supported on there. And I could see I could see that being the case. As far as Chorus, it's probably nailed on for Luna Plus channel, right? Most likely. However, I'm starting to wonder if Luna wants to stay in beta in the U.S. until more's done. Like, we may even have a storefront and purchable, purchasable games and other things happening before they even expand because... With all the news they put out with the couch play feature and everything we got a couple of weeks ago, that was a big drop of news, and we're still in beta just here in the U.S. Yeah. So it kind of feels like they're wanting to continue building the service to some kind of a set point before they even worry about expansion. So I would not be surprised if it didn't go to the Luna Plus channel and they actually did wind up with some kind of purchasability that happens by December, still only in the U.S., and by the time it rolls out world, you know, uh, globally next year or who knows when. Um, maybe it's more fleshed out. Maybe it has a lot more features ready to go. I'm not sure what their plan is, but the more news they drop, the more features they drop. I wouldn't be surprised for 4K just to show up one day um, from some of the stuff I'm saying. It's just going to be like, boom, and we're still going to be in beta in the US only when that comes out, I'm almost certain. So I don't know. It's just interesting to see where it goes. I think uh, Chorus could land either way, but I'm starting to look at Luna a little bit differently. I'm starting to think they want to build the service much, much bigger just here in the US working well before they even start pushing it so anything could happen yeah that's a good point and let's not forget how long gfn was in beta right before it came out so i mean to them we'll, we'll talk about stating a bit and the, the whole you know family email that most people got but to them it really the competition is not looking so hot i'm just gonna be 100 percent real so like why why rush things right um while they can just embed bait and perfect things right so um not saying that they should but 
if if you don't truly have competition, then you can pretty much take your time, which sucks for you guys in the UK and us actually because I would like to see more stuff happen faster. But you make a good point with that GTP for sure. How about you, monkey? What's your take here? Uh, you know, you already got me, mate. Did you know? Did I? Yeah, because I had to make that retraction. Who didn't I get? Sorry, Al. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't get me, but... Yeah, go ahead, then. Um, honestly, I hadn't even had a chance to look at these games yet. I while, while you guys were talking, I was looking up like gameplay videos and trailers and stuff. Chorus looks... I, I could I could see myself enjoying that. Um, you know, Good and Evil, it, it looks like I could get maybe a couple hours out of it before I might get maybe bored or overwhelmed or whatever from it okay it looks yeah it looks fun um but i don't know like i think it might need a multiplayer and i don't know i don't know but we'll we'll see how the game turns out somebody here i'm trying to find the, the quote had a question about your beard Ben. how do you keep it so pristine oh, chris did and i i answered it in the chat okay cool cool <laughs> All right, great, great. Do we get everyone's take on Luna before we move on? Okay, so my take personally with Luna is like I think most of you guys hit in the head. This after the dear what two weeks or three weeks ago news with the family channel, all they just coasting right now. I would like to see them be more aggressive, right? Um, but it's just the reality of things like GTP was saying. Um, they're just gonna roll with this beta and take their time with it, which which sucks for its consumers. But hopefully, the end result is a product that as cloud gamers we can be proud of. We can look at it and say, okay, this is this is what we hoped for them to achieve with it. And you know, let's see, let's see. But yeah, let's move on to actually I'm gonna shift things up a little bit. We're gonna slip a contender in our show notes so let's talk about nintendo cloud gaming um this is now not show notes kind of improv but as you guys know they held a nintendo direct this week where i would say not my favorite direct we did get some bayonetta 3 showcasing which is flipping awesome big fan of that game but realistically speaking though I felt like it was a lackluster, but in this event, we got news that Dying Light 2 was going to be coming to Nintendo Switch Cloud, if that's the name. And this is big, because again, we know Stadia is not getting this game, GFN is getting it. We haven't truly heard anything from Amazon Luna or Xbox Cloud Gaming, so... Right now, stands that GFN and Nintendo Switch Cloud Gaming are probably the only two platforms that will see this uh, game arrive in the cloud. And some of you guys were talking Discord, talking about like Nintendo actually has been making some moves in the cloud gaming space with Resident Evil being there, Control being there, I believe a Tomb Raider game, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. But they've they've been making move and we're we haven't been giving them recognition. So just want to open this up to you guys. What's your take on them getting Dying Light 2 and 1 in the cloud? 
I don't know if one's in the cloud, but I know two's coming to cloud. And then what what do you see moving forward with Nintendo on cloud gaming? Do you think this is something they're going to continue to invest in, bring in AAA third-party games to the Switch with cloud gaming? And also, do you guys think that they might eventually start putting the first-party games on cloud with the Switch? So we'll open this up. We'll start with uh, Duncan. What's your take here with... Dying Light 2 come to the Switch, and also, where do you see Nintendo Switch Online Cloud, whatever you want to call it, going in the future? Nintendo Switch Cloud, not half i will call it that. Yeah, uh, that's good. We, uh, Nintendo, uh, I watched Direct, come on, everybody was bound to love that Direct, especially for the Mario announcement, that was absolutely amazing, the Mario movie, all, all the people going oh, to that, that was just absolutely... It might be one who thought that, that was that live awesome. action. I did, too. yeah. No, when it's they animated, were... but... <laughs> Wait, live action? No, and then people are okay, it's uh, animated. But it's got yeah. Jack Black and Chris Pratt yeah. and good a bunch cast. of other famous people, and I mean, it looks good. good. Yeah. Sorry, Duncan. No, no, no. I forgot to mention this when I first started talking. Uh, I think I will be saying this for everybody here. It's absolutely great to see you back, and congratulations. This is the first time I'm seeing you in person since your your little. Miss you, Duncan. I miss That's you. With you. Yes, true. I know everybody likes fighting with me. But yes, it's great. It's great. It's great to see you back, and congratulations sure. and all that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Nintendo in the cloud, I think they're just going to be supplementing the, uh, their games going forward. They're going to be dropping these big games. And I think they were hoping Dying Light 2 was going to hit the, the date it was meant to be coming out later this year rather than slipping into next year. But they are playing it the right way, I think, for them. Uh, they know they can't, they're, they're, the Switch isn't powerful enough really to get these big games there. I know there's been some absolutely amazing ports there, but if it's moving into next gen, I think it's it's probably easier for them to push it into the cloud. And then remember, they've got the other one coming, which we got confirmed earlier, what we were discussing about with Guardians of the Galaxy coming this year. So both that, both Nintendo and GFN have have that coming, and that is a, that's a good get there. I, Nintendo, I'm going to make a confession here, and people are going to make fun of me because I've actually started playing my Switch again this week and I have got sucked into Zelda uh, and I've been not good <laughs> a fair bit of Zelda out there and I've been having a load of fun on the Switch as well. Uh, but I'm absolutely happy that Nintendo is going down this route because that just gives us another platform to talk about, uh, which is great to great to see. But Nintendo first-party games going into the cloud, I don't see that happening for a while yet. Cool, cool. What was that? Is that me? <laughs> uh, Sounds like construction or something. That's weird. I don't oh, know. Jerry, Jerry, name that tool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chainsaw, Jerry. <laughs> Sounds like a freaking horn from here. Yeah, that's, that's. I don't know if that came from my end. Um, but okay, thank you for that, Duncan. And again, yeah, like you were saying, it's it's exciting because it gives us you know more to talk about when it comes to cloud gaming they're making more moves than i would say sony's making at this point but let's let's move on to gtp what's your take on nintendo and where do you see them going with cloud so a lot of people don't know because i don't put a ton of nintendo content on my channel but it's something that has been like a huge part of my life forever since like 1986 when i started with nintendo my switch is always near me 
<laughs> it's always here. Um, Control, Hitman 3, and A Plague Tale Innocence are the three cloud games that I bought and played a good bit on the Switch and tried out. They've been really good. There's no way those games could have come any other way. And even though, like Duncan said, there have been some pretty decent ports, you got to use that loosely 540p 30fps <laughs> on the lowest possible graphic settings you can imagine is not great. Um, you know, you get games like Wolfenstein and Doom and stuff that they brought over, but I would have rather have had cloud versions of those, you know, with, with what I've been seeing of these, these other games. So Guardians of the Galaxy and Dying Light 2, I'll definitely also be grabbing up. And to be specific, too, it's not so much Nintendo or Switch cloud gaming. They're not headed anywhere near having, like, a, a cloud platform that you could log in on a PC or a phone or something and, and play your Switch games. That's probably either never going to happen or nowhere near. It's it's this is more like what we talk about a lot of times where publishers may start doing things like leasing Stadia Tech or something and putting their title as a cloud version as a cloud. You know, you buy it for the same price, 60 bucks, and you're always streaming it. There's no download option. So Nintendo is just kind of even though they're usually behind like on stuff, they're kind of ahead of the game here with yeah. how they're approaching some of these titles because there's no yeah. way this old hardware from like 2013, 2014 when they started designing this thing could run any of these games. Um, right. So the cloud games, the cloud versions of these games coming to Switch is definitely something to watch and um, I'll be grabbing those up. It was also a really good thing they did. Dying Light won't be on cloud, but they did bring, they were able to port that game over and for 50 bucks, you're going to be able to get like the physical edition or whatever and it's every single DLC, everything you could get for the game and that's October 19th to get you ready for the February release next year for that's Dying Light awesome. 2 on cloud only. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I thought it was really exciting to see. That's great. That's great. How about you, Ben? What's your take on Nintendo uh, again, Dying Light Two, and what what do you think the future of Cloud looks like for them? Honestly, like what Jerry like what Jerry said, Nintendo they're they're good at making a lot of Nintendo Switches for an affordable price that people are willing to pick up and pay. And unless they pour a ton of money into hardware, which they've never really done. Cloud is going to be the only way they can get really powerful games on there. Yeah. And, and I think it's great that they're working on doing that. I mean, it's it's the right move. It's the way to get people to keep playing Switch and keep buying them while still getting new games that are current and relevant. Yeah. It's a good strategy. Just want to know, uh, going back to GTP real quick, I know you've tested some of these games out. Performance-wise, do they hold up? I mean, like, would you recommend actually buying... Uh, Nintendo Switch cloud game. I haven't tested it personally. And so, Chief, maybe you can talk to this yeah, too, but go ahead. Yeah, I think he's... I don't think there's a... Like, I wouldn't say go grab a Switch just for cloud gaming. Like, if you're a cloud gamer, you're looking at three or four titles in the U.S. right now on, on there that you can get, and then two more coming, October and next February. So while it's exciting and Nintendo's leveraging that uh, to help going forward, it's not like all of a sudden you're going to see, like, Far Cry 6 and Riders Republic and Call of Duty and all these games come in the cloud yeah. and all... You know, it's it's still very limited. Uh, it's still a great idea, and I can see where they're headed with it. But I wouldn't say just, like, go out and buy a Switch just for cloud. Um, but if you have one, it sure is exciting that games you thought you would never play, you're going to be able to play there. Now, performance-wise, uh, A Plague Tale Innocence was my best. Like, I actually played a good bit of that game on there. It ran really well. 
Control for me was a bit of a hot mess, um, but I did try it again the other day, and for whatever reason, it was working better. But when it launched, it was pretty rough. Um, I do have some videos up for those. And then uh, Hitman 3 was, like, again, in the middle. It was it was very hit and miss on that one. But um, it seems like it's getting better and better with each title, and they're kind of, like, drilling down on how to get it to perform the way it should. And, like, I think Capricorn 1 was saying the Wi-Fi is horrible in the Switch. It is. The, yeah. the, the, <laughs> the original Switch is not built for great Wi-Fi. It downloads horrible. And that's part of the problem with the cloud. And I think that's another reason why you see the Switch OLED coming. It has Wi-Fi 6. It has much improved Wi-Fi uh, in that version. Um, so I can't wait to try that out because I'll have that model on when it launches October 8th to try all these cloud titles on and compare it side-by-side side to the launch Switch and show everybody if there's a difference with that wi-fi so that's something i'm getting ready for bro i can't wait for that vid man gtp man i i love i love what you do with those things so it's gonna be cool to check that out for sure how about you chief you've tested some of these games on the cloud thoughts uh, i think if you've got a switch already it's fantastic but if you've got access to geforce now you've got a much better option available um, but obviously potentially not as portable, but now you can play on both iPhone and Android. So I think the phone versions on GeForce now outdo the Switch, but if the Switch is your main console, then they are great gets. But one of the things, as um, I think it was Maker of Chaos said earlier, which I highlighted, not all of the seven cloud games are actually available outside of Japan. So only... Yeah. Control, Hitman 3, and A Plague Tale Innocence, I think, are actually available for the rest of the world. So those other nice titles like The Resident Evil and stuff are only available in Japan. So they are getting better. What I do see it as, and you kind of touched upon this, is the games that maybe the publishers said, we're not porting, it's not worth it, are going to be coming to Switch because they're going to say, okay, that's fine. Take your PC version of the lowest settings and use our cloud offering instead. And lo and behold, suddenly it is available on the Switch with a lot less effort from the publisher. So I think Hitman 3 was definitely a test, and so was Control. What I take from Dying Light 2 and Guardians of the Galaxy coming is that worked. It was successful. People bought them. People have been playing them. Therefore, you're going to see more and more of those games coming to Switch in that manner for the ones that don't want to stump up the catch and make the beheaded ports, should we say, of certain games that come to Nintendo. So hopefully the OLED does give a bit of a quality boost so that the cloud stuff works a little bit better because it does seem like I only have a Switch because it was great for the kids as an entry console, but now we've got the Series X. I doubt I'll ever update the Switch because the games that I, they want I'll to play are mostly on there. Uh, with the exception of one of my kids is now into Pokemon, which might end up ending me, making me buy another Switch. Is <laughs> so it, we'll see how um, it works. Pokemon Unite? Uh, well, they're just getting into that age where he's he started following it. My eldest couldn't give a damn about it but uh, my youngest no, no, no. is i, I really asked if it's pokemon unite the, the that's game. the one that's the mobile one the 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 moba game yeah it's everywhere yeah. the new moba pokemon it, it's, it just it just hit Android. they haven't got it's, phones then it's, it's been on that old it's been on apple for like three months now or something 
But that's oh the only goodness. thing that might make me upgrade the Switch. But yeah, I think the cloud offering is definitely getting a lot better. It's not on par with the other services. But as I said, if you've already got a Switch and that's your main way to play, it's a great way to play those games. Fair enough. Fair enough. I man, when it comes to Pokemon, I, I don't even know what's what these days, man. They, <laughs> I I did Pokemon Go for a little bit when they released the mobile, but now it's just I can't keep up, man. I can't keep this all. It likes it, but I just, I'm sorry, I refuse to pay forty quid for Pokemon Sword or Shield for the Switch. It's just when I can buy a PC game, you know that. It's worth 40 quid, in my opinion. I just really struggle with paying 40 quid for the quality of the Switch. It's, that's my main hang-up. Honestly, that's the main reason I haven't bought a Switch, is because the games cost just as much as an Xbox game or a PC game that's, you know, double or triple A. But they're not the same level of graphical quality. And I'm just like, it didn't cost that much to make those games. Why do they cost so much to buy them? But man, Nintendo first party exclusives though, that breath of the wild. Monopoly, man. I think that's all it is, is they've got the monopoly and they know people that will pay it. People say Nintendo, just do Nintendo and they will be fine. Yeah, that's true. Sure. Eddie, let's get your take, man. What where where do you see the Switch online going and what's your take on Dying Light 2 coming to Nintendo Switch Online Cloud? I I am um I tried control on the switch when it launched okay um it was pretty good um it was very interesting to i f- i didn't heard the i think it was the first concept of the the cloud on north america for the switch um but i this is more like hey we got these games too and i know uh, people who own switch sometimes Mostly of the times, the Switch is the second console. They have a PS4, they have an Xbox One, and they have a Switch. Sometimes they have the, the latest gen and a Switch. I know just a handful of people that has a Nintendo Switch only. And those people are mostly, as Chief said, related to the first-party games that Nintendo has. So... These cloud ports to the Switch, I feel like, is just to say, I don't know, let's test this, let's test that, let's see how the market reacts. But um, I don't feel like Nintendo will ever approach, like, okay, now we're going to do something kind of big for cloud and the Nintendo. Okay. Fair enough. Pokemon Cloud coming soon. Yeah. Gosh. Gosh. How about you, Monkey? What's your take on this? And what do you see Nintendo going with Cloud? So I'm not going to say anything bad about Nintendo. Jerry, you're fine. I'm not going to upset you. <laughs> Listen, I think everyone's covered it. Um, I'm just thinking now, I haven't played Nintendo since the Nintendo 64. That was the last time uh, I played Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah, uh, mate, I got my PlayStation and I never looked back, so... Oh. I think it's a win-win for Nintendo in the sense that they get to test out, you know, how they can improve and, you know, bring these games that publishers and developers don't want to port via the cloud. Um, They get to test that out. 
while offering their already loyal fan base, hey, look, you can play this game here now, um, you know, rather than having to buy a, a next-gen console or a PC. Um, they're just like, hey, you, you can have the latest games as well as your Nintendo, you know, first party. Which is, as I say, it's a win-win. Um, the only thing that worries me, I was just looking at the new Switch that's coming out, the OLED, and if Tech Radar's website is correct, it only has Wi-Fi 5 chip in six. Six. Is it definitely a 6? They have an Ethernet board now. They do. They do. Again, I think a claw demon is a huge focus for them with this. You know, that, that that's good then. Uh, Tech Radar, update your website. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, hopefully. Uh, hopefully you guys ain't winding me up. <laughs> So that was only going to that was going to be my next thing. Um, I see the guys uh, guys in chat have alluded to it. The Wi-Fi card isn't the best, and I can I can get on board with that absolutely. It's just interesting. I was really keen earlier to talk about Nintendo and and where they're going to go with the cloud. I'm like, guys, should we be covering this? Like, is this going to take off? <laughs> you know, are we missing out here? Um, but then yeah, it rolled back around. I remember that we we had covered control jerry's played it as well and it wasn't it wasn't the best so a slow burn they don't need that but they can now have an added bonus of bringing these games like i think guardians of the galaxy will be a massive game on cloud for the switch i think that just fits into the sort of genre and the type of game that nintendo gamers like if that makes sense um Dying Light 2, not so sure, but to get a brand new game on there is great. Uh, nonetheless, I am looking for a Nintendo Switch right now. If anyone has anything for sale, hit me up. Because <laughs> 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 um, I kinda, I, I want to, I have everything else. I might as well get a Nintendo Switch these days, you know. See yeah. what I've been missing out on and keep Jerry happy too. <laughs> yeah. Interesting take. Who who else haven't we um, covered with this topic? Everyone. Great. All right. So my take on this, I think this is good. Um, it, I know we'll probably never see Nintendo's first party studio games on here, but if that ever becomes a thing, it'll be awesome. But if you own the Switch, like a lot of you guys have been saying here, this is a way, again, a lot of the complaints that people get is the Switch is too underpowered to handle big AAA games. But this solves that problem in a way. And it's going to be quite interesting to see if moving forward, the ports continue to improve and to get better. I can see this being a good solution for them to get AAA games that normally you wouldn't be able to find on the Switch under. The beauty of cloud gaming, right? Being able to play this AAA games on an underpowered device. So it makes sense. And it's going to be quite interesting to see what they continue to do with this. I think Cyberpunk would have been that game that kind of showed the power of cloud. I, I know some of you guys here are not the biggest fan of that game. I get it. But again, you see what that game did for Stadia, right? Imagine if Nintendo worked to get that on there and just be like, hey, Switch can handle Cyberpunk too, right? That would have been a good good move um, by their part. But yeah, finding like a big graphic, like graphically intense game 
to showcase that hey this can run in the switch i think should be what they aim for just to show people like hey take us seriously when you're thinking about triple a games as well but yeah good move overall let's see where they continue to take this for sure anyone else want to add to nintendo before we move to gfn yeah don't get cyberpunk that gives a platform all <laughs> matters of lost false hope sorry what so is does. up with you in this game dude? <laughs> hey i held off buying it as much as possible and then it was ten dollars at best buy one day i was like all right i'll get it for ten dollars not even fun. worth it not that even game. worth it wow that game is it's actually pretty good yes it I've, has bugs. i've bought a state of premiere edition and i got a free cyberpunk there you go there you go i've, so, I've only got 90 hours in cyberpunk so must be trash so <laughs> i have i have like 50 hours in the game but i still hate it because it's nothing like what it's supposed to be <laughs> did you beat it though i've completed it twice on twice a street oh. kid and uh not corpo the other one what's the other one uh so i only have 12 hours in that game man but oh, see you've not played it enough to hate it yet but, that's why <laughs> It's fun though, guys. It's, it's real. I'm having a good old time. I gotta get back to playing it now, actually. Ace, you were talking about um, what you have been playing, which was um, Life is Life Strange. Is strange. Oh, man. Um, you talk about decision. You made me remind me I've played um, Detroit Become Human two times. That's the game. That's the game I was thinking about. Yes yes because exactly that i did one playthrough and then a second playthrough no yeah. the second playthrough i'm gonna be evil so <laughs> i went and taking all of the bad decisions as possible yeah. to be as evil as possible yeah so interesting that um the, if you thought about that game uh, yeah. i might be giving it a try you should you had did you ever play the first one no life okay. strange yeah no yeah. it is uh, yeah i need to so if you, I, I did see you streaming Detroit, and Detroit was one of my favorite games too. And I think if you like Detroit, you you should give this a look, man. Decisions, man. Again, games that really prioritize what your decision making is really cool. And this one is huge. I got that. sixteen hours on Cyberpunk. Who are you? Yeah, that's not that bad. It's not bad. Twelve hours is not bad either. Hell monkey. All right, let's uh, skip move. I, you can tell. I think in about four hours, you can tell if a game is good or not. I, I like the game. 12 hours in. I, the fact that I didn't make it to four hours on Deathloop says something. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> let's, let's move on. All right, GFN, man. Jeez Louise, is this platform. You know, like, we joke about this right let's let's look at the release for this week alone um beyond contract canna shelter to war War z stable the escapist one project eve online gas station simulator miscreated professional fishing zenka zero i mean we had five day date release and one i would say double to triple a game and Kenna. If you compare this to the other cloud game platforms, this is insane, guys. And these guys have been consistent with releases. And it doesn't look like it's going to be slowing down. Again, 
if Dying Light 2 didn't get delayed, there would have been another game they would have got. But they are also getting Guardians of the Galaxy. By the way, if you guys haven't seen the latest previews for that game, I advise you to check it out because that game is looking real impressive. So GFN, I would not call this week a week week. I would say this compared to the competition is actually pretty impressive. But it doesn't stop there. There are other games on here to, um, again, Team 17 stuff, games like I Can't Shelter 2. What's the other games that they made? All these other kiddish games that uh, Overcooked and all that stuff. All those games are available. But man, good stuff for GFN. But just want to check in when you guys get your feedback on the GFN news and just see where you're hype love in the chat too. I think I'm going to look at the polls, but it looks like GFN is taking the polls. So that's pretty accurate. But let's start with Ben with this GFN. What's he taking the GFN news this week, man? Um, I mean, the ones that caught my mind, caught my eye was, you know, King of Bridges Spirits. I mean, that that game's amazing. Having that on there alone, just that that's that's a win. They, they didn't have to have anything else but that. And to me, I'd say it was a good week. Yeah. Uh, professional fishing, the fact that it's a free game, um, that's awesome. One more that nobody has to pay for. Um, gas station simulator. Everybody that's playing that is having a blast with it. I've watched multiple people stream that game and they're all having so much fun with it. And then World War Z having, having aftermath. I mean, that's a lot of people love that game. So yeah, yeah. It, it's, it was a good week for GFN. There wasn't really any bad games on there that I would say. Yeah. And again, uh, we talked about catering to different gamers. I mean, these games, you can say cater to multiple gamers. So shout out to them. Let's check in with GTP. What's what's he taking the GFN news this week? We expected it to be a strong week. Uh, it's been a strong month, and really been enjoying GeForce now a lot um, since we got over the dry period. Uh, I want to say um, a shout out to Sable um, support for XCloud and GeForce Now, and I'm seeing a lot of people enjoying that game. So that's like a little gem in there on the day and date releases, uh, a pretty cool little game, and they seem really cloud-friendly. Um, I don't think that came to Stadia, right? There's been no announcements for that? or uh, The only place I've seen it is XCloud and, and Xbox. <laughs> He's just that, saying don't talk that's about That's a fun it, game, though. I was playing that last night for a good yeah. hour or two. It, it, it's a, it was a nice one to see on there. So I was like, wow, they put this on xCloud. They put it on GeForce Now. You know, you can grab it on Epic or on Steam. So this, you know, this developer wanted you to be able to get access to that game, which was really cool. Um, and, of course, everyone's going to say Kingdom Bridge of Spirits. Put in a lot of time to that. What I think is really cool about that game, though, I'll just add a small different spin, is that's a console exclusive to PS5. True. So you can't play it on Xbox or anything like that. If you don't have a PC or whatever, you have a, a Shield TV sitting on your, your desk or your Google TV or whatever you use for GeForce Now. You're playing a console exclusive exclusive on your TV uh, with Kina. So really, really cool there that they put it like, like being able to play that in the cloud really, uh, I think opened up a lot of doors for more people to be able to play that, to play that game, which is good for, for that developer. I hope that Kina does well enough that there's a sequel because I like the game enough. I, I I want it. I want to finish beating this one. I know I'm going to want another one. True. True. Good take on that. How about you, uh, chief? What's your take on GFN news for this week? 
Yeah, it's a solid week. Like you said, five day and day releases. It's just, I think that's the most that we've seen in a single week for GeForce now to date, actually. Um, and I know we probably can't say the full thing, but their target is so aggressive now on a weekly and monthly basis. There is no sign of them slowing down. And we also know that the backlog of games wanting to be added to GeForce now is also continuously growing to the point that they can't keep up. So it's it's really good to see GeForce now, you know, getting that momentum again. And you know, Kina is just it's getting such good press. And funny enough, somebody just clicked as GTP was speaking then. I'm wondering if the reason why Edge is blocked is because there are some console, PS5 console-exclusive games on GeForce Now via the PC version. And with what's just happened with the Edge browser on Xbox Series X and S, being able to play xCloud and Stadia, they've been blocked from playing PS5 because technically you could have then played Kina, a console-exclusive on the Xbox Series X. You know I so was I'm dying wondering... to make that video playing Kino on a freaking Xbox Series X. It ticked me off. It didn't work. So I'm wondering if that's uh, some extra clause that's been put in there. And I'm, So I wonder when we will see GeForce Now unblocking the Edge browser, if that's going to be after those console exclusives, maybe time out. So Chief, something to watch to out there. That. We had once a game, uh, I won't recall the full name of the game, but it was a, a Lego game coming to GeForce Now and would not run on Android. It would run on PC and on iOS. Hmm. Yeah, well, we also have the same thing with Fortnite, is it's blocked from playing on GeForce Now on mobile, but it's fully playable on the PC version because it's... Interesting. They, for whatever reasons... They don't want you to play that on mobile because it was obviously blocking the Fortnite mobile stuff, which... Interesting you know, that you can happened, still play on a MacBook. <laughs> yeah. So GeForce Now, I think, is making huge waves. And I know they had potentially bad press with this big games list, but I don't think that ended up bad in any way, shape or form because it just showed that there's so many games that people want to use or trying to use on GeForce Now that or that they've got another revenue stream that means that this public sector gaming is not going anywhere because they are well bolstered. So I just see GeForce now growing, and I can't wait to see when they actually bring in some hardware upgrades because I'm seeing loads of tech reviews and things of A6000s, RTX 5000s, all these new server GPUs that are starting to flood into data centers. So... We can just hope that there's going to be some uh, GeForce Now upgrades soon. Can I say something? Did you see how fast they responded to that bad press, right? The leak came out, right? And in about a day, or I would say no less than 48 hours, came and addressed the situation instead of leaving people speculating, right? Like what's what's going on with all these games that they come out. Shout outs to good press, good good way to address that situation. Um, but yeah, okay. 
Duncan, did we get to you in here with GFN news? Yeah, I haven't as yet, but I will go for it. I yeah, think yeah. it's a, uh, I think it's a, it's a good week for GFN at the the Kena. Hopefully, I'm saying it right. Helmut, he will, <laughs> will he he'll get the whip out and start yelling like he likes doing. Was was the cherry on top? Uh, I think the gas. What's it, the gas station simulator was a real good get. Yes, I know. How can it be gas when it's a liquid? Don't go into that. We're not going down that rabbit hole. No, it's gasoline. I, I, I was talking with Hell Monkey about that on his stream earlier this week. It's like it's gas is short for gasoline. It's a chemical compound. It's not gas as in the gaseous, you know, substance. Yes, I, I, I was playing. I was playing. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I think that was a real good get because that has been blown up on uh, Steam. Uh, there was like 20,000, 30,000 people being simultaneous players of that over the last week. And that was a near day and date release, as I say. So I think it's been a, a, a good week. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on something which I think probably needs to be touched on uh, with the, the kind of stuff. Uh, and a couple of us were there uh, when they were discussing it about how long it actually took to come onto the platform. Uh, we got to hear how this actually happens. And they, uh, for GFN, they have to wait for the game to go live on Steam or Chief or, or an Epic before they can populate it. And they do the porting themselves. So that is sometimes why there's a bit of a delay. And they are trying to get that worked on so i think that is worth saying i want day date releases to be day date releases and i think we all want that uh one thing i'm going to talk about uh and it's for luna as well i was forgot to mention this for luna and gfn they are out there and they are really pushing the big streamers at this moment in time they are, they've been promoting to, uh, no Abby has been retweeted, uh, when no Meg has as well, but they're actually going after some of these big major players out there as well. So they are definitely pushing their service forward. And that's another thing I think they should be commended for as well as Luna. Well, I know G- GFN has been taking care of a lot of streamers. I know Vet, Vet Cloud Gaming, his computer broke down and they sent him yeah. like new computers to like yeah. make sure he could keep streaming. Yeah. Like they're taking care of their people. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, go ahead, Eddie. These are just to, to add to that because um, we have this community around the people that we know here that um, basically we we came out together initially from Stadium and then we pivoted to a little bit more. So we have this small community of cloud gamers but there is what GFN and Luna is doing. They're pushing their services to communities that are not cloud gaming communities. They're communities around uh, either the streamer or because of a specific game that this streamer does. Uh, the strategy that GFN is doing, I absolutely love it. Doing partnership streamings or uh, sponsored streams with um, streamers. Uh, Luna, I still don't get it because I don't feel like they were on a phase to push to new streamers. I feel like they need to first expand the service to more countries. And then, all right, now let's try to get uh, more people to to see because it looks like, uh, yeah, it's US and the rest. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that Love I think it. what Luna is trying to do is trying to raise awareness. Like they want to get people wanting it before they push it out, mm-hmm. um, which is the opposite of what Stadia did, where nobody really wanted it and they pushed it out, and people had to try and promote it afterwards. Where you get yeah. you get Luna and you get all these big streamers using it, and everybody wants it, but they can't have it, which makes them want it even more. So when it yeah. does roll out, everybody's going to jump on it, and that that's kind of their hope. I'm, I think from a marketing standpoint. The thing is, they kind of proved it recently, right, with the Prime deal, again, for the US only, but all Amazon needs to do to make people want it and to raise awareness is drop a Prime deal, and how many millions of people are going to suddenly get an email going, hey, come and try this service free for a few days. Yes, please. So I I personally believe Luna is... (laughs) You guys are going to see when they turn that switch on, is going to be a problem. Right now, GTP kind of said it earlier. They're just coasting. They're just trying to get all the ish together. And then they're going to flip that switch. That's where you see marketing. I mean, it's, it's if you're a Luna fan, you have nothing to be worried. I used to be worried, but seeing that they're working on things in the background and seeing the reach that they have, I'm not even... I'm not even concerned at all. But that's the more frustrating thing for me is because, you know, a load of the cloud gaming services that we test and who are struggling to grow have that global reach because they are on AWS. They are AWS machines, which is exactly what Luna is. It's just bespoke, well, it's just custom ROMs on AWS machines. So they have that global reach. They could very, very easily just turn it on in the other data centers. It's yeah. just the unwillingness to do so yeah. that frustrates me. Yeah. They they have a plan. Uh, they have a roadmap. It's going to be quite interesting to see, you know, whenever they're ready to unveil that, what that's going to look like. But One yeah. thing's for sure, they're not short on cash. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's like I said, they're controlling supply and demand. If you hold back the supply, there's going to be more demand. So when you do release it, everybody's going to want it and jump on. It's it's a psychology thing. The more you oh, can't get like, something, the more you don't care anymore. Yeah, That's the dangerous part. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I don't know if, if that's... Because the truth of the matter is, you look at their YouTube channel, they only have, what, 2,000 subscribers last time I checked. I think they just, again, again, started... Man, I think they know what they have. I think they know what they're capable of. And I think they're not too concerned. Again, the biggest competitor is is looking like trash. So to them, you know, like why put the pedal to the metal while we can just perfect things and go at our own pace? Do you guys know how many games are on the Luna Plus channel? Uh, I don't know. If you have Ubisoft Plus... And no, remo- removing that because Ubisoft Plus it, is the Ubisoft channel. It's like it's 70 or 80 on, on Luna Plus, but on Luna in general, if you have everything, it's like 140. Between between the the family and Ubisoft Plus. So if so, you have all those subscriptions, you get it. You get maybe quite a they are waiting for having more number of games on the Luna Plus channel because Hey, don't try our services starting at five ninety nine, and you get one hundred plus games. Yeah, and I'll I'll be I'll be a hundred percent honestly. I'm not too impressed with 
the games in Luna Plus. I'm just going to be real. I have the service and I hardly use it because I'm just like not <laughs> going to. They need more games to entice people. Maybe some people are, but me specifically, that is the last platform I go to because they just don't have the games I want. So, Eddie, you might be onto something. Maybe they need, they're working on bringing more games. All they have to do is bring more channels bring capcom bring ea you know like that would solve that problem but maybe that's what they're working on i don't know but i've mentioned this before but they're they're taking the switch approach with the type of games they're putting on there they know that their best bet with prime members and twitch people is going to be like casual games casual family games so that's what they're loading their library with primarily they don't have a whole lot of like games where you're going to invest 70 to 70 to 100 hours in it's all like 10 to 20 hour games, or you're just going to keep playing them on repeat. Um, and and I, you can tell that's the direction that they're going in because it works with Switch. So why not work with, with Amazon? Yeah, true, true. We'll wait and see. A lot to speculate. And that's what makes this play. I know it's, it's a headache for some people, but the, the possibility of Luna right now, again, I feel like the issue stated that is they played their hands early man they they put it all out there and again look at this uh couch co-op feature came out of nowhere right and that feature again i demoed it it's simply awesome it's really cool man i i was thinking about this too like doing a stream put my codes in there right getting some of the viewers to come and play the play luna for free now if it was available for you guys that would have been cool right again the possibility of this and they've been sitting on that couch co-op who knows what other features they have but again Duncan's dying to say exactly what I'm going to say so go, ahead. go on, go Duncan. ahead what did I just put in the private chat <laughs> hi there we get back to Luna <laughs> good question but I have no idea I think it was Steve mentioned about the streamers but with, 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 so it's your fault once again. Yeah, it's always my fault. Everybody knows. If Randall from Bag goes on, it's, it's my fault. I'm, even if I'm not involved, it's my fault. Uh, but yeah, back to GFN. I think it's been another. <laughs> it's been another. Yeah. No, I think it's another good uh, that's, that's uh, week. A good point. <laughs> Great week for GFN. Yeah, for sure. Hey, who else then would get for GFN? Just hop in. Did we get everyone? Oh no. yeah, no, I think I was away. Um, you guys probably covered most of it, so I had to run and do a couple of things. Uh, yeah, free to play games again on GFN. Can't complain. I was really impressed with the them bringing professional fishing, which isn't everybody's cup of tea. But my god, that game is popular across uh, PC and mobile, um, like ridiculously popular. So it is. Um, be special mention for Zanke Zero Last Beginnings. Now that I'm really into Tales of Arise, here he goes mentioning it again. Um, these games are really becoming uh, and standing out to me, uh, whereas other people may not be interested. And um, yeah, the date releases, man. As we said, we 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 have the privilege of being able to speak to a couple of people from Nvidia, and we know how hard they work to get these games on. We know that they want to bring minimum 10 games every week. They want to bring as many day and date releases as they can. And they are actively trying to get the games on quicker. So 
great week. Like, really cannot say a bad a bad word about it. Have has anyone spoken about the gift cards that we that popped up the other day? Does did anyone mention that? You're going to be able to now gift uh, GFN yeah. memberships. Oh, yeah. So you're That's going to cool. be able, you can purchase two months, six months, twelve months uh, gift cards. When is that going live? I believe it's live just now. Did I not? I think I dropped it in our Discord. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find a link. Yeah, I'll drop it in the chat. Our private chat, so if you want to share. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, superb. Yeah, so that's something that um didn't expect to get, but it's a very it's a very welcome welcome addition. It's it's uh, it's going to make us you know, being able to give back to the communities a lot easier. We don't have to go asking GFN for codes. We can just go out and purchase these ourselves to give back, you know, uh, with uh, with giveaways and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, f- fantastic addition. Uh, really happy to see that there. This also, is really cool. It's also great for all these people we see in the Discord servers that are always asking to, like, borrow credit cards or whatever. Now their parents and whoever can just gift them gift cards. Yeah. So. But it's it'll get more yeah. people on there for sure. I don't know if it's on their plans to do actually physical cards. As if you go, for example, into a gas station, you can buy a a PlayStation, a Nintendo, in an Xbox card. But uh, if that is the next step, I think it's gonna be awesome to mm-hmm. raise more awareness of the platform to everybody. True, true. All right, so let's move it along to Google Stadia. Um, and I'll, you know, I'll just be real with you guys. Uh, what the hell was that Tuesday blog, man? Even more than that. For real, man. For real. Like, I, I'm losing, like, I'm, I like Stadia. You guys know that. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my patience, man. Like, I have so much-ish to talk about this platform. Like, what was that blog, number one? Number two, like, where, where, where are the games, man? Like, where are the games? People are like, oh, October is going to be the month of Stadia, really? I mean, like, okay. I mean... That the first Stadia blog that we've had. No games announced. No game announcement. No free-to-play or, or, what, week. What about, what about that email they sent out, like, what, Thursday? Talking about family stuff, when their family stuff doesn't really work. They were just trying to okay. talk back to Luna. I'm glad, I mean, you, I'm glad you brought that, <laughs> that up. Was, Chief, that was like, it looked, just... the email looked pretty, but it was just trash because it doesn't work. Unfortunately, and, Chief, it's ahead. not the very first blog post that doesn't have any, any new game, game. announcement. That, that, that's correct. I, I, think Unfortunately. Been three, I think there's been three now, if I remember correctly. Like, hey, gotta have the truth, <sighs> right? So, it's some more frequent. Where, where did Duncan go? Speaking of which, he's, where, he's had to step away. Okay. Speaking of which, okay. I got I to okay. drop off, but you guys have fun talking about all this stuff. I got, I got, I got somewhere <laughs> I got to be man. after this, but it's great being back, guys. I'll, uh, for sure, I'll, for sure. I'll be back next week. Cool. Hopefully, yeah. we'll see. All right. All right guys, it's good seeing you, man. All right, take Bye, care. Man. All right, but realistically speaking, guys, the blog post wasn't the best, right? And then they had a game chorus that was announced. Again, we don't know who is responsible for the announcement. We know the Miss Cyberpunk's announcement, Judgment Remastered last year's announcement. It came later on. 
right? Again, putting your logo in these titles are something we've talked about here. But a game like Chorus was announced. Couldn't they postpone? If they didn't have much to say on Tuesday, we've seen them postpone their uh, two's announcement to Thursday and announce Chorus. I, I felt like that would have made some noise. Hey, you know, this is why we, and they've done this before. This is why we decided to not announce it on Tuesday because this game's coming. And so we held the announcement for it, right? I don't know. It's just, it's it's sad because we talk about GFM. We talked about like how slow the release was, but you see them ramping. Everyone seems to be ramping things up except from this platform. And I'm not trying to bash it, but it's just like, yo, what what is happening here? Um, so Did just, they didn't actually say anything about Chorus at all? I think they put an announcement on the YouTube channel of the, Did- the video of it. But that's yeah. that's it. Like not no no blog, nothing, you know. So um there's the thing as well, and uh, I, I mentioned this before we went on there, um insult to injury, the trailer, it's the full length, you know, uh, press release trailer that's just came out. Right at the very end of the trailer, it's only a stadia logo, no other logos. Pre order now. I thought, oh, I'll go and get a wee clip of that for this week's recap. Let everyone know how much it's going to cost. It's not fucking on there, man. Like, why are we releasing a video saying pre-order now and the fucking damn thing isn't there? Like, what are they doing? What? <laughs> what are they doing? It's just trip, trip themselves up at every bloody opportunity. It's becoming ridiculous. It's serious as. I'm getting so frustrated. They're the only fully cloud-based platform. They can't even commandeer between, you know, the, the company's offices to get a blog post out that isn't absolutely dreadful. And, you know, and communicate with this game's releasing. Let's, let's do something. This is a big game. Let's get the pre-order up. No, let's release a trailer that says pre-order, but we'll not put the pre-order on our store. The, Someone... The- yeah. Someone's got to waken the hell up in that department, by the way. It's utterly ridiculous. Like We just... know when pre-orders go live, because we normally know on the morning, way before the Stadia blog goes up, when the pre-orders or new games and stuff have arrived. And that's something else that's always bugged me about Stadia, is that they can't control their own messaging. So yep. the fact that the pre-order wasn't there on the day or the morning meant it was never coming. Do you... Oh dang it! <laughs> Dida, Dida was great though when it comes to uh, like okay, for instance, right? We have all these questions, right? It would be nice if we can just like be like, yo, Stadia, Stadia Press, Stadia Team. We have these issues, right? What what's going on? Who you know? The the good thing with GFN is we can have those conversations. I I hope Luna eventually gets there, but. It it'll be so cool to just have someone to answer some of these, like realistically speaking, how many people Ace, are working? What do, you, what do you mean we can have those conversations with GFN? Just to make clear to everybody. Yeah, I have contact, direct contact with people at GFN. Right. If I have a question, I can just DM them. Be like, Yo, we're expecting this game. This game is not here. What the hell is going on? 
right? Or if, yeah. if they they I, I, I was just trying to make it clear declare. that uh, for people on the mm -hmm. chat, not yeah. not that you please don't go uh, on GFN. Uh, well, you can go on GFN Twitter, or you can go yeah. on their mailbox. But um, we as content creators, we have our community, and if you have any questions, bring us, and we have. Um, contacts on gfn and we try to get the, the reply as soon as possible as well mm -hmm. yeah. yeah but again like i would like to know who who is who is running things at google stadium why are number one why do they miss the the two's announcement i was talking to rock we had him on here the other day and he was just saying how dreadful his tuesday shows are sometimes because the inconsistency of getting you know he puts on the show to spread the good news about the stadium news and things that are coming. And it's, it's so inconsistent that like, you know, the show doesn't do as well as he's hoping for it to go. So who is responsible for that? Right. How many people are actually working at Google stadium right now? Like what, what is going on? Like I have a million questions and no one to answer those questions. And it's, I'm a content creator and it's getting really frustrating. I can't imagine like a consumer who this is the only platform, how frustrating this is for them. Like I, I'm, my patience is, is seriously running out for this platform. And that's, that's all. Just to put that in context, there's only two of the kind of big bundle of cloud services that we cover that don't talk to us. One is Stadia. And the other is Xbox because we're still small fry when it comes to <laughs> Xbox and cloud gaming. They just we're not there yet for them to talk to us. But in the two years of Stadia's launch, they have we've had one email from them and radio silence from that point forward. Whereas uh, yeah. GeForce Now, Maximum Settings, Boosteroid, uh, Air GP, you know, all of the other services we have regular contact with and can ask those direct questions. So it that's one of our biggest frustrations with Stadia is that they just don't seem to want to talk to any of us. Yeah. So um, I, can I, I can I play devs advocate here? Sure. Sure. Um so basically um let's say Stadia decided no I don't want this approach of uh talking to YouTube content creators because it's not beneficial for me. Uh the YouTube uh, video game sphere it hates the stadia so i'm not gonna foster creating a community on youtube i rather foster my community on reddit on discord and i don't care about the youtube content creators that could be a strategy that they took i don't know if that's a good strategy i don't know if that's the strategy they took i'm just mentioning that maybe that's why um we see this approach can I say something that, real, real quick? They should rebrand the name of Google Stadia then, because Stadia, from if you watch the interview, is is supposed to be like for Stadium, right? YouTube was a big push and a big key for this platform, right? Connecting gamers and content creators that that was the original plan for for this platform, so. If if they're like, all right, this is not working, then maybe look at rebranding and changing focus of what this platform actually is, because they're missing the mark with that. Surprise! We are winding down Stadia Games and Entertainment. That's uh, anyway. 
Muni. <laughs> Duncan, go ahead, sir, and then cut you off. Oh, oh, what do you want me to talk about? I was, I was just going to, I was just going to reply to the audience. I said, have you actually checked out Reddit recently? It's an absolute interesting sphere at, at, at this moment in time. There is the two camps are really uh, drawn out there. Uh, the Stadia is fine and dandy, and Stadia, what the blank is going on. Uh, so it's. And there's no real interaction from Stadia there either. There just doesn't seem to be any interaction at all. Yeah. So it's quite interesting because, you know, I, I we make videos and I try to post it on there to bring some hype to this platform. And it's so crazy because people bash my videos. This is not accurate. Stadia can perform. I'm like, this is a Stadia Reddit, right? Like, you guys are supposed to be excited for this platform. Stadia is not capable of like there's a lot of Stadia bashes and haters on Twitter right now. Compare, I mean Reddit, um, compared to how it used to be before. I think people, anyway. I'm not gonna say more about this, but anyone, anyone else, hop on. Uh, Chris makes a very good point in the chat. Um, I've said this on occasion before. It feels like. Stadia is run by engineers rather than gamers. Um, you know, I've got the receipts if you want to, you know, go down that road. I've said that many times. That is exactly what it feels like because the tech is fantastic. What they're doing with the features and everything are superb, but they are not utilising it in the proper way that a gaming company should. They honestly... I made a joke about the Stadia offices and like it's just like a trash can full of crumpled up pieces of paper and there's a massive scoreboard on the wall that reads like 1,000 to Team Red and like 1,000 something to Team Blue because it feels like they do fuck all else in there on a daily basis because they can't even communicate a blog post or a game releasing or get a pre-order up in their store. And it's just so disappointing. It's just extremely disappointing. You sort of felt like they had a bit of a downward spiral there at the beginning of the year. Things seem to be changing. We see a lot of job positions, etc., uh, popping up. But nothing. Just nothing. And it's in this day and age, consumers do not want to be ignored. Consumers want as much information as possible at any given time. Um, but the Stadia aren't offering that, so they aren't, and it's just, oh, it's just disappointing, guys. Um, but they, they need to do more. Yeah, I don't think this is a time for slow playing a gaming company. Oh yeah, the games will come. Uh, let's just enjoy what we have. If you don't have it, if you've never had it, you know you can't lose it. Um, or something stupid like that that you always see online. Um, no, it's not good enough because these other companies are going to end up swallowing Stadia up. One, because they have exclusives and Xbox. Um, Luna, because of their reach and the millions of potential people that they can reach with one email that gets sent out when they finally come. GFN already has 10 million members. Um it's unknown how many are paid and free uh, playing Fortnite. But 
if they want to survive, I don't think slow playing is the way to go. You need content, and they aren't bringing the content, and they aren't communicating what content is going to be coming. And it just doesn't leave a very good taste in the mouth, and it's a shame. Yeah. Is, is all I can say. It, it's it's a shame. Yeah. What well, th- th- this blog post this week infuriated me basically. It's like we have no news because that it would not be a blip on any other platform. That news of this week. If I was doing that blog post for this week for Stadia, here is suggestions. This is me being serious here. I'm going to put my serious hat on here. I'm, why? I, I, I know what Marchie's answer is to this, but I'm just going to ignore that one. Why are they uh, not hyping up FIFA coming next week? FIFA is an absolutely massive game, and it is coming next week. Coming next week, we have FIFA, but this week, you can check out these things here. Oh, and from our community this week, which PlayStation are doing as well, because they're pushing uh, their player base every week on, on a Friday. Here is a, a state share of Hitman 3. Here is a state share of uh, Humankind. What What's your score this week for, uh, or whatever the point system is in them games? get some more things or because that blog post was uh, frankly for me that was an embarrassment for, for if you're wanting to be counted as a serious platform <laughs> my dms were lighting up laughing about that uh blog post and i think i'm, I'm not going to say what <laughs> some people were saying but there, there is so much good in the pla- on stadia and they just need to go out there and actually celebrate it because there's just there's so much they can actually do to actually mm-hmm. get people excited there fifa pre-order fifa and you can get it three days or yeah. because there's so much going on yeah is again pacing right this you see them like drop okay we know next week pro games are coming so that's good news for them hopefully right but they they got to pace things better for them to not have an announcement these things going on for stadia like you were saying fifa like chorus i mean chorus came out this week it's just like i don't know man i don't know but obviously they're not doing a good job and they need to you know what? I, I, I think Google State is just hanging on by a thread. Honestly speaking, I think people still don't know what this platform is, who works there. And they're just trying their best to keep keep it going. That's what yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think the job descriptions kind of give something away. And it really ties into what Chris is saying. And I, I've said this for a long time. They don't have a product leader. And they've been struggling to get one. It's run by engineers. The features are half-baked. They're not. They're really good on paper, but they're really bad at implementation. And that mm-hmm. last 10% that needed to just finish the execution, couch co-op, crowd play, that is the pinnacle of the screw-up in my side. When we heard about crowd choice or and that kind of... Um, I forgot what it was called. The, the co-op for uh, Stadia couch co-op what luna's dropped is exactly what i thought it was going to be yeah not by the way you have to own the game to be invited to this game 
what the hell is the point of that? That is not multiplayer couch co-op. Couch co-op is mm-hmm. your mate comes round, he joins your game. He's not gone out and bought the game to come and sit in your place <laughs> and play it with you. That's not couch co-op. Yeah. So I really was disappointed at that. And Stadia is just dropping the ball. They're losing this ground on all these fantastic features that they had. Everybody else is doing them better. And it's just a matter of time before Stadia's forgotten. So they really need to sort that out unless they are just winding down. And this is them slowly winding down without telling us that that's the case. But we can hope that's not because, as we said, they have the best streaming tech. They just need to do something about it. Yeah. But I feel that we're going to run out of time. Yeah. So just just real quick, we've always talked about, you know, how... Microsoft and Sadell uh, and um, Phil Spencer have that relationship and how that makes a huge difference, right? And um, Amazon and, you know, the, whoever who's responsible for the game department, how, you know, they see gaming as an essential part of Amazon, right? So this is quite, I always come back to this. So this is Sander uh, Pasha, who is the CEO of Google right now. Good morning, everyone. And this is how he kicks off uh, it's GDC. great to be here. Thank you all for joining us. I suppose I should start out with a confession. I'm actually not a big gamer, uh, though I do play FIFA 19 quite a bit and really enjoy how immersive it is. Also play Ashes cricket quite a bit. And for those of you who are wondering what cricket is. So we've talked about like engineers running things. And I, I mean, you can tell, I, I, I don't know how serious Google is with just gaming as a whole, right? They see the market, they know it has potential but I don't know like how committed they are. And I don't know, man. I don't know. I, there's a lot of, February 1st, flags. 2020, that answers how committed they are when they put it that winding down stadium games and entertainment. Talking about Google level, right? Yeah. That We're winding bring down answers you on how committed they are on gaming. But wasn't there an interview with Phil saying about a game that was ported for Stadia and he goes, I haven't actually played that yet. And it was the the games company that he was talking to. It was their game that was ported to Stadia. He's like, oh, I haven't got around to trying that on Stadia yet. And it's like, how can you not be in an interview without trying your own game on your own platform? How did that situation ever occur? So it does seem like it's just not been on their radar very much, but Hopefully they can turn this around, but it's just so frustrating on every media front when Stadia is concerned. So this this might come across as we hate Stadia. I'm just I'm sick of this. I'm I don't hate it. I'm just frustrated. And these decisions that we keep seeing them make is just it just lights a, a you know fuel to the fire pretty much and. I think what is getting to me again, them missing 2K, still still really salty about that. But like, judgment not coming, them missing uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It, it, it's just like, what what's happening, guys? Yep. Like, what's, not, what's not judgment yesterday? Not judgment. Judgment released, not on Stadia. 
No, uh, yeah, Judgment just released. Mm. I don't know, man. Anyway, I don't, uh, I don't want to be like bashed. I don't know if you have a few other minutes. I can yeah. go on a tangent higher here. I, I swear, I'll try, I'll try to be short. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll be as short as possible. I I stopped creating content for about two months because I had, first of all, life was happening, etc. But I wasn't feeling anymore. If you guys don't know everybody here on the chat, uh, the 20-something people that are here on the chat, plus uh, my fellow panel members here, my channel was born named Stadia Player One because I was in love with the tech of cloud gaming when it announced it. Uh, that made me create a YouTube channel to talk about it. Uh, then I rebranded to Eddie Player One because I want to play... Um, PlayStation games together with it, specifically um, The Last of Us Part 2. I wanted to play on the stream. Uh, but then, here's what happened. There were a lot of games that were being hyped, and I wanted to play those games, and the games were not coming to Stadium. And I didn't own the console. I own a PlayStation 4. I was able, fortunate enough, to get a uh, next-gen console with a Series S right now. But here was the thing. I was always asking, hey, bring this game to Stadia. Hey, bring this game to Stadia. And then I realized, if I am a gamer, like a, if I, I really love the game, I should go where the game is. I should not be praying so much for a platform saying, <laughs> hey, bring your game here. Bring your game here. Yeah, Bro, the game is it's on my reach. It's not yeah. that I cannot play. It's either on my reach on my old console, my old PS4, or it's in my reach of via GFN. Um, other than that, I said, yeah. the the level that the community around Stadia was fanboying of, um, as you said, your show is being taped as uh, just throwing bash at a Stadia. Yeah, so, because you guys talk the truth. So and there were some people <laughs> in the community that no, yeah, uh, no, yeah. you cannot talk bad things about Stadia, yeah. which that's is why absolutely I said, ridiculous. Yeah, that's when I said, "All right, thank you very much, Stadia community. I'm yeah. out." Yeah. I. By the way, this is the last time ever. I, I never addressed the situation. This is probably the last time I'm going to be talking about Stadia because right now I just care about the games. If yeah. the games are around. I'm I'm playing the game. If it's on GFN, I'm playing on GFN. If it's, uh, as I said, I am fortunate enough to have a Series S. I know it's not everybody that has a Series S. I don't have a PlayStation Five. Like if it wasn't for GeForce Now, I could not play Kina. Yeah. And yep. right now, there's no PS Five exclusive that makes me play or buy a PS Five right now. Death Death Loop. It doesn't make me I'm buy joking. a PS now. No, but uh, <laughs> Death Loop is a great game, but here's the yeah. deal. Yeah. My backlog is so huge. Yeah. Right. Death Loop is not going to be the game that's going to make me buy a PS5. Uh, we know God of War is going to be it. Sure. But <laughs> before God of War, there's no reason for me to buy a PS5. Yeah. And then, I still uh, think I'll... that game's coming to PC, so there's still no reason to buy a PS5. Eventually not. Eventually, yeah. when it comes to PC... Uh, we'll see, but uh, Stadia community, thank you very much for the time we were around. But the the way the things are are shaping, 
I got tired and I moved on. I hear you. And thank you for sharing all that, Eddie. And I do have to say, you're not the first one. Um, you know, we're, we're known as the, the, the channel that, you know, bashes Stadia. We, we can't have honest discussion. Oh, actually, yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. But it, it's quite interesting. I've talked to some people and like we, we seriously and the cloudy too. It seems it's like outcast. It's so interesting because we cover the platform. But just like this, they, they'll see this conversation about Google Stadia as, you know, something that's negative. It's, it's positive uh, feedback. It's not, po- it's, it's critiquing. It's, 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 it's needed, right? We give GFN hell. When they <laughs> took all the games down, we were on here preaching about that. How, I mean, how many shadow bashing videos did we make, right? We had podcasts bashing shadow, right? This is how companies learn. This is how they improve. And without conversations like this, Stadia is going to continue doing what it's doing. And like realistically speaking, it's so interesting how you you look at the people running the Stadia socials. They cater to those creators that kiss their ass. I'm just going to be 100% blunt to you guys. They do. They do. Stadia will not talk to us, but they talk to them, right? And so you speak highly about Google Stadia, they're going to respond to you. They're going to befriend you. But you speak negatively about them, you, it, it's like a little cult. And I'm going to be serious. It's like a little cult. Realistically speaking, a company cannot get better and improve with that mindset. If y'all want Stadia to keep doing what they're doing, keep encouraging that. Again, we speak highly of GFN here because I can't tell you how many conversations we have with them and they're like, keep it real. We are like, we don't want to showcase this because it's going to make you guys look back. They're like, no, say that, keep it real. And that is why they keep improving. But y'all, if you guys want to keep sitting there babying this platform, it's going to just keep doing what it's doing. If you guys are happy with that, kudos to you, but I'm not. So that's why people on here, are speaking out about it so call us what you want but that is just the realness of things so anyone else before jerry we move on? jerry jerry <laughs> and jerry you can Dude, give I've us your opinion stadia in less than a minute because we've got four less minutes than a minute stay, right i've just been watching you guys go for it i mean everybody's saying the same stuff i would say i would i would say a big change i've seen is i'm no longer attacked for most of my state any stadium videos and and that says something. A lot of people that and 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 I say attack these these people who have made comments. I've actually talked to uh, as well in messages, and I'm starting to get messages from people that were like, "Your channel is fake. You suck. Stadia is the best. The, the game's the best, no matter what you compare it to." And it's like that's just not true. Yeah. But now these people are saying, "You know what? I'm sorry. Like I'm done. Like I'm or I'm almost done. Or like you, Ace NBA 2K didn't come. Yeah. Or what about next year Mafia. when it's looking like Madden and FIFA is not coming?" Like, yeah. yeah, of course, they can say, you don't know that, GDP. We haven't heard anything. Yeah, you're darn right. We haven't heard anything because guess what? Madden and FIFA is probably not coming next year. We got our five EA games. 
You know, we lost F1 2021 this year. GDP, you know, or yeah, GDP, GDP, <laughs> GDP Moto, yeah. Moto GP um, yeah. 21, another another release we had before. And it's been a snowball effect. And if you step back and look at things objectively, Stadia has been slowing down since their last Connect last year or, you know, their little shows that they would do for us that we'd get hyped about and then be disappointed. And it has been a slow, slow gear down since. And 2022 looks really bad as well. Jerry. Sure. It doesn't just, look good. Just going to ask you a question here. I'm going to be I'm going to be the Eddie here and be the devil's advocate. There will be people out there saying that the games, the number of games, is at the same pace as last year. Bro, remember? Uh, sorry, let me. Jump I, I, on I, I, in. Re- remember when we had this conversation? We said, "How would we know at this time if Stadia is is looking good, is slowing down?" And we mentioned some things. Right? Would they keep holding connects? Would they, uh, if something we mentioned, if these games get sequels, right? Yes, it might be on pace, but look at the games that are getting sequels and not getting sequels. That should be really concerning. Missing 2K, missing Judgment, missing Guardians of the Galaxy, all these games that we potentially got last year not coming to this platform this year. That should post some red flags to you guys. If it doesn't, man, I don't know. And I think we've talked about before how, like, it it doesn't matter until it's your game, right? Like, you didn't Mm -hmm. care that much when I was talking about 2021 in the summer, but you sure cared when it happened in 2K. And the thing is, that just happens with with everybody as it goes. And to be honest, me and Duncan still have time. We said 6 to 12 months till a rebrand or a big change or a big vision change happened with you. That's March of next year. And the way that I continue to see the slowdown that's what's slowly been happening for a six to 12 month plan. So um, it's, I think Chariot Man Gaming said it earlier. What's really frustrating is the potential of Stadia is and was there, but it's never been capitalized on. The communication continues to be horrible. I know I've reached out to Stadia a ton, as you guys have, with no response. At least you got one email. Uh, it's, 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 re- it's really bad. And, and a lot of people that have been real hardcore Stadia fans are, no, are now starting to talk to me about, well, what's coming in 2022? What's coming in? Tw- where's... When you're two years into a new business, that's when your ramp up should be happening. We shouldn't be seeing less yeah. games, less communications, and yeah. less shows right now. We should yeah. be seeing a lot more. And why was I more excited about Stadia at this time last year than now? Because it's not doing well. And yeah. like you said, if you keep babying it, it'll stay the same. And yeah. it may already be too late. I don't know if Google's going to spend the money that it's really going to take to to bring Stadia back to a level they would want it to get to. Yeah. What what they showed me this week is is that they care a little bit. Again, I think they respond this week to the email of the family games that you know are available in the platform. It, to me, it makes sense because Amazon released their stuff two weeks ago. So that shows me they're watching the competition the way and they kind of care about what's going on. And they're watching it, but they're not making any they're moves not doing to show, much. you know, uh, exactly. And to Eddie's point earlier about like he was devil's advocate saying, you know, oh, maybe they don't want to talk to YouTubers. Maybe they want to shut down conversation because it's too negative. Well, in 2013, when Xbox almost failed, guess what they did? They opened up a forum, a page to take yeah. all the feedback from all the fans. And they actually started acting on all of that yeah. negative and positive, And look at where Xbox is look now, where they are now because of that. They didn't run and hide and say, we don't want to hear it all. They came out and said, tell us everything. There you go. GFN, again, people fail to realize. People like, oh, GFN's the darling of cloud gaming right now. Everyone praises them. 
everyone praises them because they're doing exactly what Microsoft did. Again, easy to approach, easy to contact, listening, taking feedback, making changes, and you're seeing it day in, day out. That is the difference. Eight months ago, when most of stuff was getting removed. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. They they got the same. The launch wasn't perfect, guys, but they cleaned up really good. Google Stadia. I'm sorry, I can't say the same. Ever since they Google Stadia started cleaning up at the end of last year, but then started off this year with some some ish, man. But anyway. Here goes Google Stadia taking up another hour of the podcast. <laughs> Great stuff, guys. Um, but... Yeah, just to go on to that, it's because we're passionate about it and we want it to do well. And I think this doesn't actually come across that. It's just going to be our user just being negative again. But it is because we wanted to do it well. I want to be able to jump off all the different platforms i want to, to play games where they play best and i want stadia to i want stadia to be leaps and bounds ahead of gfn so gfn will catch up and because gfn have caught up stadia is going to improve then xbox will improve competition is good for everybody absolutely great great so just to wrap up Xbox Cloud Gaming News, <laughs> some games released for the platform, Subnautica uh, and uh, two or three other games. Check it out. We did videos on it. Nothing much. I think this conversation was needed today. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad it happened. And for those of you guys, rewatch this back because I feel like a lot of truth was said here, right? Sorry we didn't cover Xbox Cloud Gaming, but you guys can watch gtp's news video uh duncan's cloudy watch hours to get caught up and the news and recap will be coming tomorrow to catch you guys up but again i feel like these conversations today about this platform needed to happen anyone else have anything to say about google stadia xbox cloud gaming just like to say xbox cloud gaming are killing it right now so geforce now credit where credit's due but also xbox cloud it's available on consoles now it's as well as the quite good games that are being dropped week on week on being cloud enabled so i think they're making a lot bigger moves now and the fact that they're opening up cloud to well it's everybody it's on pc now it's now on console there's not many places that you can't play xbox cloud gaming now and that's can't be said for quite a lot of the other platforms true i i wouldn't say they're killing it they were killing it but i feel like lately xbox have took the the foot of the the pedal a little bit maybe gearing up for this you know fall with first and x uh but yeah i would say right now gfn is killing it man and luna was with the news but they took the foot of the pedal too the thing is GFN brings a lot of games every week. And yeah. this was a very strong week with uh, Day and Date, Free to Play, right. and the console exclusive. Right. Um, maybe it wasn't the best week for, uh, for xCloud, but xCloud is still killing it with uh, the Game Pass games coming Day and Date and hitting the xCloud as well. To this day, I still play Hades a lot. 
Yeah. And I play it on my mobile device and I have a great time playing it. True. It's a good game. Good a good selection of games. But in anyone else, man, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, this, I think this, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say about Xbox, we know what's coming with Xbox. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Next couple of weeks are going to be pretty decent enough for Xbox, uh, yeah. Clyde. You've got Dennis Gate, I think, is coming to Clyde. It was mentioned before. Then you're in the back, back for blood. Then yeah, yeah, it's really going to start pushing. Then you've got Forza on the horizon, Football Manager. You've got Halo. You've got you've have got a fair number of games in the next Hope, couple. Hopefully, couple of Flight weeks. Simulator. Too, yeah. Right. So no something I'd like to second is that I just want to second quickly. I know there's a problem with mouse and keyboard support, but the fact that. We do know what's coming with Xbox Cloud Gaming. They mm. give us a two-week advance on everything that they're dropping. So there's no, not usually any secrets about what's coming. So it makes our lives a lot easier for certain. True, true. Yeah. All right, we are cutting it on time. Um, and again, uh, sorry if the Stadia coverage took longer than it should. We did want to cover Xbox Cloud Gaming. Again, check out all these awesome guys here who covered it and recap is going to be coming next week but i just want to leave uh space for members of this panel to just let you guys know where you can find them because they all make awesome content and again uh eddie uh, shout outs to you coming back thank you for reminding us about that duncan but yeah you took a little break good to have you back and i know you have some life stuff going on so it's cool to see you still kicking it man as a content creator so good stuff and good to have you on here for sure thank you guys yeah i i am back creating content every thursday you can find me live streaming at thursday's night on gfn thursdays as well streaming one of the games from gfn uh the other day of the week is uh, the, the schedule is still being built right now but follow me on twitter and follow me on tiktok daddy player <laughs> yeah. one on tiktok as well nice. yeah, TikTok. good stuff Good stuff. TikTok is is great, man. We had Mark on there and to do this pretty well on TikTok now. So, Eddie, that might be your next avenue, man. You know? so, uh, I have a great time watching a lot of stuff there and gives me, it, it, it gives inspiration for doing other stuff. Yeah, good stuff, man. GTP, sir, what do you do? Where can people find you? Freaking TikTok stole Mark. <laughs> we had him we had him <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh game deck planet uh youtube twitter facebook and make sure you find your way to the discord next week there will be um two giveaways uh hot wheels unleashed and um gfn membership so you'll be able to like because that's supported on there so you'll be able to to play or, or do that we did ps now and game pass last week so getting into the fall gaming season there's going to be a lot of stuff like that happening nice nice Cool, cool. And Duncan, what do you do, sir? And where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Cloudy with Games on YouTube. And uh, if you like me getting shouted at, which I think a lot of people do, you should check out our GFN Thursday show where Kelly just <laughs> all and and just shouts at me. And um, we are doing a giveaway on Thursday as well. So check out that. Ooh, mysterious tease at the end. Nice. <laughs> We'll be there. Check that out. 
always dunking good to have you on here dude uh chief monkey do you have anything you guys want to add a plug cgxvr cgxvr if you guys are into vr cloud gaming check that out monkey you that's giving me a sore head i don't want to talk about it cgxv oh man you guys have definitely put in work there so appreciate that for sure no thanks for another great week chat was great it's been a pleasure as always folks eddie great to see you back mate first ever streamer i watched uh live on youtube was eddie player one thanks so, chat there you thanks go monkey Awesome stuff. Again, guys, appreciate you guys coming here watching. We'll be back next time, next Saturday, Tuesday at 2 p.m. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for participating. The Paul GFN took it this week. We'll check back with you guys next week. All right, till next time. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>